Hi friends, cutting in here to give you all a heads up that this episode's audio quality isn't up to our usual standards. We were recording in a car, which we've done before, on a phone, which we've done before, but somehow doing both of those things at once made either the phone or the car decide that the Bluetooth should be the recording input instead of the phone's internal mic. We'll recap this content next week, and I've cut a lot of content that was even more difficult to understand than what's here. But if this quality is too much of a distraction to your listening, we won't be offended. If you decide to skip this description of George's surgery and initial recovery and hyperbaric treatment, and we'll see you in two weeks. If you're still in, on with the show. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Trans Fantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like recovery from surgery. Yes, the year of surgery. The year of surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm on my Voyager rewatch, and I'm just about to hit year of hell. Okay, well, I'll take year of surgery over that. Okay. Yeah. So last time we talked about this, we were waiting on confirmation that you would actually have surgery like four days after we recorded. <clears throat> that is correct. And um, I believe it was late Monday morning. So I already had, had labs, lab orders mm-hmm. from the endocrinologist. And I went super early Monday morning and got those done and had the EKG scheduled as well as, you know, getting the clearance letter. And then the clinic did finally call me and confirm by asking me if I could come in for a pre-op appointment tomorrow. This was on Monday, and you had a plane ticket for Monday evening. Fortunately, and that was your idea. Because I figured, worst case scenario, you refund the ticket, it'll be, you know, points, you bought it with points, so it's not like you're going to lose your points, they'll just hold on to your points and you can buy something else with them anyway. Mm, Yep. So. Yeah, so I said, yes, I can be there. (laughs) Thank thank you for the notice. Right. Yeah. I realize they're trying to fit this surgery in, you know. The other surgeries are likely on the calendar for some time, and they're trying to squeeze mine in because it's a repair. Right. And so they did indicate that to me when they were trying to problem solve the week before that they were, you know, telling the hospital, no, no, we need the space. This is a priority because we, you know, there's a problem going on. It has to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't realize, like, Quite how close we could cut it. Yeah. So. It's a little extra, but we kind of knew that that was a thing that might end up happening, and that's why we had the plans that you definitely would be able to go if that was the thing that they picked. Right, because or, I, I was all set. Yes. As far as the getting there part. Yes. And as far as I happen to have labs that I could go do, and I happen to have a way to get an EKG with You know, requesting it on a Friday afternoon and getting it done on a Monday morning (laughs) and get a clearance letter. Right. So. So then you did fly out on Monday afternoon. I did. And then on Tuesday morning, you took the BART into the city. I did. I took the BART in for the pre-op appointment. And they were running late, but fortunately, you were still able to join me by phone. Mm Mm-hmm. And much to our surprise, the instruction paper and words coming out of the PA's mouth were, the doctor's going to take a little bit of tissue from the inside of your mouth. And um, I'm thinking, nobody said this before. And you just had periodontal surgery. Like, you just had a soft tissue graft on your gums. Right. And so, like, okay, we just did this, like, three weeks ago, and now we're going to do it again. 
I was like, oh no, scrambled eggs again? Cake. Cake is soft. Cake is soft. Not, not all cake is soft. Some gluten-free cake is very questionable. Yes. Anyhow, I was very surprised to hear this. And, and you and I were feeling a little bit overdone with the surprises. Yeah. The next day, you had to take yourself on the BART to the hospital to go get your surgery. Well, yes. And there were, there, there were other options. Okay. Okay. But Vinny's dog needed an allergy shot just like Bob often needs. Uh-huh. They were very itchy. Vinny had been waiting for this appointment. And I was not going to let the dog be itchy when I could take the BART. Yeah. And Vinny could meet me there. That way, Vinny wouldn't have to hurry up and get the dog back to the house and get me and get to the hospital. Right. And I could take another walk. Nice. Yeah. Vinny was feeling kind of nervous about that. But I said, look, this is my last chance to take a walk, man. So take the dog to the vet. That way you you have all the time. And I'm just going to walk to the hospital, and then I'm going to sit there. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, they want you there early to make sure you're there. Yep. Um. So that worked out. It did. Yeah. And then Vinny did come and meet you after your surgery, and then they called me and said, "George, or no, you called me. You called me before they ever did. Did I? You did. They I, never called me. I want to tell you, I can't even remember talking to the doctor before the surgery, and I'm sure I must have because she always comes in there. Oh, yeah, she does. I remember none of that. I blame the anesthesia. I do, too. But, yeah, you texted me or called me or something and said they just gave me my phone back. And I was like, they never called me to say that you were even in recovery yet, which they were supposed to do. And I had, you know, as usual, the list of all the people I'm supposed to message Mm -hmm. that you're out of surgery and doing well as soon as the hospital calls me. But the hospital didn't call me. So I felt bad that you're messaging me, you're out. And then I'm like, okay, I will acknowledge that. And then I'm not going to be paying attention to you for about five minutes while I call three people and text five others. Right. I I don't think I was too worried about that at that point. I was... You were doped up, yeah. I remember sitting in recovery. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Sitting? Well, okay. I remember being in recovery. Okay. Probably slightly propped up, and I'm pretty sure I wanted some pain meds. That's why I woke up. Okay. I was like, yoo-hoo. Lovely. Yeah. Which they took care of me right away. Oh, yeah. Totally great about it. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then I was kind of hoping that uh, that my room would have a window that I could look out. You know, I am about being able to see out the window. And it's an old building, so most of the rooms have windows. Yes, yes. And so then was it that day or the next day that the gender navigator came and talked to you again, who still doesn't have a fancy hat? No, they don't. <laughs> you know, um, I, I think they came and talked to me on both days. Okay. Because they came and talked to me in pre-op when Vinny had gotten there, and they had their dog with, and Vinny was very happy to see the dog. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the calmest little type dog I've ever seen. But um, yeah, they came to the pre the pre-op area, and then they did come and see me the next day as well. So I saw them both days, and it was only one night. Yay! 
Yay. And so the next day, uh, they did come back and you talked about, about the options for hyperbaric treatment after for surgery recovery because your wounds did not heal the right way after your first surgery. Correct. And hyperbaric can help with wound healing. So that was a thing that you definitely wanted to have, wanted to do. And the hospital had it, but they didn't have it on weekends. And then there was a place like all the way across town that had it that was going to be like an hour's drive there every day and an hour's drive back. Mostly because of traffic. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and there are other differences about the places too, but um, when I was talking to the gender navigator, uh-huh. they had toured the other place and they had done their hyperbaric at that hospital because they worked there and they could do it at lunch, uh-huh. stuff like that. It was closer for them. Right. Um, but the other place is a group setting and serves all trans people, uh-huh. only trans people. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, it's obviously trans-friendly. And between the scheduling, okay, they had scheduled me for to come in. This is front. This is at this point. This is Thursday. Yeah, scheduled me um, first at the hospital. Then I found out it was very limited to get in. So I asked the doctor, mm-hmm. could she? Oh, now I remember seeing her at the at the pre-op. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I asked her about doing it at the place she had told me about mm-hmm. when I went for the consult. Which is the trans-centric place. Yeah. Okay. She she thought I should go there. Okay. And so she let the MA or whoever needed to know to try the other place to see if they had more available. And that Friday, Cousin Vinny did take you. Correct. And drove you to your intake appointment and waited with you through your first treatment. And I was arriving... In the evening, and, like, by the time I got there, you were already sort of, like, just done for the day. You had gotten back to Vinny's place, and you were just completely, like, shot. I was, and I was in pain, and I felt very swollen, and I was feeling like, I don't know if I've done the right thing, and what's going on here. And fortunately, I have you, because you think logically, and you are not medicated. I was not medicated. Yes. I don't know if I would give you logically after the couple weeks that I've had, but I will definitely... Compared to what I was working with. Okay. Yeah. I was not medicated. You you decided to do some... I did some research. I looked up, you know, what are the potential side effects of hyperbaric treatment? How about pain during hyperbaric treatment, after hyperbaric treatment? And it looked like there are some temporary short-term pain when you're first starting hyperbaric treatment uh, as your body acclimates to, you know, pressurizing and depressurizing and things right. like that. Yeah, I was in the kind of rough shape that I, I couldn't sort things out between pain and pain meds. So you did some research and Vinny agreed with your assessment of the situation that I go back and try again and see if the symptoms start to subside. And they did. Yes. So, and so after a week of this, you had started on Friday. On Friday, I was coming back again for the second weekend. Well, the catheter was such a problem that while you were there that first weekend, and I still had the catheter, we, you and I went and had the APRN there look at it and mm-hmm. see what was going on. And they, if you've given them permission, they will take pictures. So she had pictures from the first day, Friday. Right. And now it's Sunday morning. You could see in the pictures how much the swelling had gone down. 
Mm-hmm. And so her prognosis at that point was the catheter is probably kind of loose, and that's why it's poking you more. Because your swelling had decreased, mm-hmm. and it wasn't being held in place as much by the amount of swelling. Yeah. Which, I mean, is good, but also, ow. Mm -hmm. So here we are after a week now and a few days of treatment, and I'm getting ready to head back home again shortly because it's your second weekend. And uh, we're sitting in a car in a park in Pacifica near the the treatment place. Near the hyperbaric treatment place because this is where we can get alone time because Cousin Vinny's does not have alone time. And the Hyperbaric Center does not have alone time. Well, also, we chose Star Trek over recording last night because we knew it would be quieter to record here. Well, it has been mostly quieter to record here. There is wind and there is, you know, environmental sounds. But there's also um, that we were both kind of shot yesterday and we... Yeah, we needed... We just needed needed some downtime. We needed to rejuvenate with some Star Trek so that we'd be ready for (laughs) recording today. Here we are. Yeah. So, you have now another five days of treatment, and then hopefully you will either have another follow-up appointment before the end of the week or be scheduled for the long-term follow-up that will hopefully be also the pre-op for your mom's list, Mm -hmm. some further distance of time out. Yes. And either of those things, regardless of which one, means that you get to come home next week. Yes, I might be released from treatment and cleared to travel by Friday. Yay! I'm a little anxious about it for a number of reasons, but certainly one of them is that I came home too early last time, mm-hmm. and it made a big problem. It made me end up in pain for so long. It put, definitely put me back. Well, you also sat up in our lawyer friend's truck the whole way home. Even though it was a reclining seat, it was still not laying down in the back seat. His back seat was even less of a back seat because of the truck. Yeah. Um, Anyhow, I would like them to tell me, yes, you are actually good to go home, or no, we think you should stay here. So I know that Mm -hmm. medically. Yeah. Because they were surprised when I went back last time and then had to call them with a problem. Yes. So I don't want to do it that way. Let's not. Yeah, so. But also, let's get you home because I miss having you around. Thank you. You're welcome. It's much better to be in either place with each other. Yes. So. And you can't be with me at Jenny's. I can't. Because we have a household of teenagers right now. Yes, and we can get into their mischief another time because I think we've we, we can. taken up our time now, but there has been more mischief because there's never not mischief. Correct. But is there anything else about surgery and recovery for now? I think that's it. I fucking love you. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. 
Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Trying to decide what you want to do with it. I am. I am trying to decide what I want to do with it because it's kind of a pain in the tail. Okay. Okay. And it looks like it's picking up okay where it's at. So I think we're good. Are we ready? Ready. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. You know, we kind of knew that that was definitely, like, a thing that could happen. We kind of knew that definitely. I said what I said. Okay, I'm just saying. (laughs) I heard what you said.